Squad Radio, the music you want. With your host, Jeez Dan. Is he giving off too much of a creepy Oompa Loompa vibe? What's up, party people? It's Keys Dan with RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com, coming to you live and in living color from the Radio What Studios. And this is my podcast. Why did I sing song it like that? This is my podcast. What makes you famous? <laughs> it's an extension of the RadioWhat.com internet radio station that I've been running for quite some time. And if you need DJ services, where do I always send you? DJLittleRock.com. One more time, djlittlerock.com. Check availability and get a free price quote, and maybe you can have me at your next event. You know I like to party with the people, weddings and uh, corporate events and entertainment of all kinds, you know. Uh, I'm primarily the DJ. I'll be I'll be there in the corner playing the music that you want to hear, hopefully right next to the dance floor. That's that's my favorite place to be is right next to the dance floor. If you could set up the DJ right there, and I know a lot of people put them off to the corner, or put them off to the side, or put them far away. No, 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 no. Put the DJ next to the dance floor. Your party will be much better. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Let me entertain you. Speaking of entertainment, I got Brandon Olson coming on. Who's Brandon Olson? <laughs> You're going to find out in the next few minutes. So stick around for that. Oh, yeah, do it. <laughs> this week's shows, as I'm recording this, I have uh, oh, I have two public shows. Count them, two public shows. I'll be at the uh, the Cedar Lounge Bar and Grill in Moralton, Arkansas, from six to ten on Thursday. Now, the reason I kind of hesitated a minute—that's my newest public show, and it's been going so well every week. More and more and more people. I don't know if it's me. I don't know if it's the good food, the good drinks, the good people, the good staff. Oh, my goodness. It has to be. It has to be a combination of all of that. But the staff there is so on it. You know, between Jody and Nicole, they're out there just serving up the drinks and getting the good food out to you. They gave me. (laughs) I had a steak from there. Took me two days to eat this steak from the Cedar Lounge Bar and Grill, Moralton, Arkansas. I'm just so happy that they have me there Thursday nights from 6 to 10. And by the way, yes, I said karaoke. You're the stars of the show. You provide the entertainment. I'm just pressing buttons over here. I'll play some background music at, you know, between singers. But for the most part, you're the entertainment. I just bring the songs. I bring the microphones. You are the ones that are singing and getting the people excited. Yeah, yeah, you. <laughs> yeah. If you sing in the shower, if you sing in the car, you could sing at karaoke. It's not that hard. And I'll make it sound as good as I possibly can. I got some magical microphones with little knobs on them. Yeah, make you sound good. All right. So Cedar Lounge, Thursday night from 6 to 10. And Friday nights, we do it. We do it at the Rab in Conway, Arkansas. That's my regular Friday night gig. Now, I've been doing that one for years. And that one is always a good time, always exciting at the Rab, Conway, Arkansas, 8 p.m. until 1 in the a.m., full bar, kitchens open, pool tables. They got a pool tournament on Friday night. So if you want to make some money playing pool, or at least try to make some money playing pool, I encourage you to check out the Rab in Conway, Arkansas, 8 p.m. until 1 in the a.m. on Friday night. And then on Saturday, I have a wedding. So unless you're invited, you can't come. The reason that I uh, that I even mention it is because I'm so excited that weddings are coming back. Oh, yeah. Weddings are my specialty. Now, I'll play whatever music you want at a wedding for sure. I mean, I always get together with the bride and groom and figure out what they want to play. And if they want to do karaoke, that's great, too. If they want to do you know, music videos, I got that, too. I always set up a, a TV screen. I'll put up either the logo or or I'll play music videos on there, or it's screen for karaoke. So either way, whatever you want. And I, I, I enjoy doing weddings. I've been doing those for quite a few years as well. And I, I think I'm, I think I'm starting to get pretty good at it. <laughs> they keep calling me. So I must be getting pretty good at it. All right, party people enough about me, enough intro. Let's get into it with Brandon Olson of the Olsen Brothers Band. Oh, I guess I gave you a hint of who Brandon Olsen is. Now, I got him on Skype. So if you're listening to the audio version of this, I encourage you to check out the video version. 
You can find that on my YouTube page, youtube.com forward slash user forward slash keys, Dan, or just look up keys, Dan, and you'll find I have several YouTube pages, but the one with the radio, what love the one that I put my, (laughs) my podcasts on. So let's get into it with Brandon Olson, Skyping Brandon Olson now. Looking very colorful, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, my spirit animal is the peacock for sure. Oh, no kidding. All right. All right. Well, let, let's see if we can tilt the camera up a little bit for those people that are watching the video version of this. Uh, for those that are listening to the audio version only, I uh, encourage you to check out my YouTube and find the beautiful, the handsome. Should I say beautiful? Yeah, you, you are a beautiful man. Uh, Brandon of the Olsen Brothers Band, and I guess you're one of the brothers. It's Brandon Olsen of the Olsen Brothers Band. Well, give the people a little idea of who you are. I got you here. Yay. All right. I mean, as far as the person I am, uh-huh. I, I, you know, I'm pretty bland. I, I'm just your typical working guy. I get up and go into work for 5 a.m. I'm a peacemaker. I trade. So I pay the bills. Uh, uh, what a what maker? What what is it that you do during the day? A, a cheese maker. I make mozzarella. All right, you're hanging out in Vermont. The only thing I know about Vermont is uh, well, a uh, Bernie Sanders in Vermont. He really, you know, if, if Vermont isn't for lovers, you know, because that that was always one of the things that I had heard that you know going to Vermont is a great place for a honeymoon, a great place for a vacation. Uh, because the, there's beautiful places in Vermont. But then, you know, if you didn't know it before, Bernie put it back on the map, you know. But, uh, I mean, tell me what, uh, you're anything but but normal, anything but typical. Because a normal person doesn't know how to put music together, doesn't know how to, how to rock the house. You know, m- normal people go to work nine to five and sit in a cubicle for eight hours and, and listen to a boss that holds a cup of coffee and says, I'm going to need you to come in on Saturday. Okay. That's, that's absolutely true. You know, I'm, I'm not very normal at all. You know, now it's, it's, that's what really makes music so fun for me to, to be a part of honestly, because it's very hard for me as a person to express myself with my words. And with uh, once I picked, yeah, I picked up drums at six years old. I freaking I had such a, uh, a knack for it. By the time I was nine, my dad had me. He fired his old drummer and had me playing bars. With <laughs> nine years old, you're playing with dad, and now it's starting to to come open. It's starting to come clear that you're not just you're not first generation musician. You're maybe third. You know, tell tell me the the family history, and if you could tilt the camera up just a little bit higher so I could see your your whole face there. Now I see the beautiful Brandon, Brandon Olson. Yeah, all right. I mean, and, and uh, you know, l- l- tell me a little bit about the family history and and, uh, and the music wise and otherwise. Yeah. Um, both me and my brother grew up basically learning music from our father. And he was just an incredible guitar player. And he learned from his mother who played acoustic guitar. She was a bit uh, more on the folksy ends of things. And then uh, one of her husband's, uh, Lenny Olson was also a guitar player. He played more like the, the country stuff and like the bluegrass sort of stuff. And, um, and he learned from both of them and he was real inspired by like Hendrix and all that stuff. He loved all that hard rock and Led Zeppelin and stuff like that. And that's the stuff he had us growing up playing and, and listening to, I, <laughs> you know, but like 11 years old, he wanted me to learn, uh, fire by Jimi Hendrix. And, Oh, it was so frustrating because I'd just try it and try it and couldn't get it down. It took me like took me about a month to learn. But he was just he was real, real good about pushing me for for that sort of stuff. We well, just you say you were playing like you say you were playing drums. Were you playing guitar as well? Uh, no, I I played drums from the time I was six till about the time I was fourteen. 
15. And then I picked up guitar when I uh, got into like my last year of middle school, first year of high school. And, um, and that's when I really started to pick up guitar because I had, I had played drums at that point for almost nine years, you know, almost pretty steadily. And I was like, you know, I'm going to pick up another instrument. Why not? It's like, you know, I, I, it, it almost kind of, not that it got boring because drums are just, you know, it's like being able to cast a spell on people, you know, you just, you put the rhythm into them, makes them want to move. But having that sort of melodic playground to play, it's just, you know, it's totally different. It's just a, a totally different end of the spectrum. And I just wanted to kind of explore it a little bit more. Oh, you're definitely exploring different, different fe- parts of musicianship. Because if you provide the backbeat, bam, that's what's getting them going. That's what's getting their, their feet going. You got boom, 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 boom. They're, they're moving. But then you got that melody with the guitar and it's telling them a story without even any words. You said you're you're not much of a wordsmith, but, uh, you know, if you have a guitar in your hands, you're telling a whole story. There are verses and and words that are being, you know, stories that are being told through the, the rhythms of your guitar. And I'm, I'm glad you have both under your belt. What what do you consider your primary uh, tool, your primary weapon? when you're uh, out there on, on, on the stage? Uh, I would probably say guitar as of right now. Just it's, it's a lot, uh, it's a lot more accessible for me to practice, I guess. I, you know, I have a drum set set up and I do practice, but with the guitar, I can literally keep it, you know, right here on my bed. I can, you know, I can play it right now and just get my practice in and, you know. So are, are you playing acoustic or electric? I usually play acoustic. Uh, I play electric a little bit less, but it's what I, I learned on acoustic um, when I learned playing like all that country and, you know, old school sort of fifties stuff. And, um, and then I got into the electric stuff after that. And that's, you know, started having a whole lot of fun with that. <laughs> well, Brandon, I mean, I've always been jealous of who could just pick up a, uh, an acoustic guitar and go and just go. You can busk, you can go to a, a bar, you can go to a restaurant, you can go and you can accompany yourself while you're singing. Is that something that you do? Can you sing as well? Yes. Yeah, I do. Okay. And I, I know that I, I know when I'm watching your videos and it says, all right, in your bio, and I don't do a lot of research when I do these because I want the conversation to be fresh. But when in your bio, it says you're a rock band, but the, you cannot put yourself in a box. You can't put the Olsen brothers in a box that way because I, I hear the 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 tastes of the country that you grew up with the old country the new country the the rockabilly you know even though you're all the way in vermont you know which is uh, one of the more northern states you got a feel of of a of a southern rockabilly band in there as well i mean where where what do you feel like your your most primary tastes are and and Man, it's just, I, I got to know more about where this music came from. Are you writing it all yourself or, or is Dylan helping you? Dylan, the, the brother that you were just talking about, who's writing the music? Dylan does most of the writing as far as, you know, uh, like lyrical melody and just things of that nature. I, you know, I write the guitar part and drum part and uh, for a song or two, I'll, I'll, you know, help him with the bass part. I'll help him, you know figure out a part on it or something like that. Um, but um, he kind of just, he sets me up and I can just kind of, uh, he, you know, he gives me advice on, on where to add things and sort of and how to make it with a complete picture. It's a nice sort of like orchestration. There's, you know, it's a lot of moving parts and <laughs> things like that. Well, give me a timeline of, of where you, where you are. You said that you, uh, you gave up the drums, uh, you know, you picked up the guitar. You didn't give up the drums, but you picked up the guitar around 15. How, how, how long ago was that? How old are you now? I'm 23 right now. 23. Um, so, yeah, I've been playing for eight years now. Man, and have you always played with your brother? Has, has he been the, the go-to guy? And what what instrument is, does he play? Uh, what's his primary uh, gu- uh, tool? Um, I would say his, his primary weapon, though, uh, will definitely be the keyboard. He's very good at just, uh, like you know, coming up with nice little parts to sort of accent each other. You know, he he's, he uh, he composes and he makes an, an orchestra happen with just a keyboard. It's nice, you know. Well, I noticed you're you're in a room. You have a space, and you said that you have some 
you have drum set set up and you have a, a guitar sitting next to you that I, for those, once again, yes. listening to the audio, watch the video because you'll see a whole um, lot more. We have a, a big old practice room upstairs um, just devoted to, you know, music. that's where the most of the gear stays because I'm, I'm honestly in the basement right now. Uh, okay. It's, it's not obvious to me. <laughs> <laughs> that's, you know, it's a nice little room. I can take it. Yeah. But, uh, okay. But you have a, a practice room upstairs. Where are you doing most of your recording? The recording happens at this place in Pownall, uh, at Primrose uh, Studios. It's um, Zach Primrose runs it. He's honestly, he's very good. Nice. Really, you know, he works hard. He's, he's one of those, those recording engineers who's really not afraid to just, you know, give you some ideas and be like, why don't you try this or, you know, do you know, do something this way and, you know, just ways that you wouldn't think of it, you know. Oh, you're definitely leading, it, leading into it, Brandon. It's not a solo effort to put music together. It's a, Even if it's a solo person that's putting it together, usually to get it great, you need a collaboration. And with, uh, exactly. with Primrose Studios, put that on the walking tour uh, for those listening to the What Makes You Famous tour. It's I'm guessing it's somewhere in Vermont. Uh, you know, is, is that... Where is it at in Vermont? Um, it's near the uh, the southern end of it, in Powell, Vermont. Very cool. I mean, there's always a, a collaboration because you uh, said that you could bring the drums, you could bring a guitar, but then your brother gives you a little idea. Well, why don't you bend the strings this way? Give you know, put a different chord this way, or slow it down, or you know, it's a collaboration there. And then you bring both of you bring it to the studio. And then you have a, even more people over there that are helping you to refine this music. I mean, I'm listening to the, to the music on your YouTube and your SoundCloud, and it's it, it's well done. It's well made. You can tell that it's been refined. It's not somebody making a mixtape in their house with a with a computer and a and a cheap microphone. You're you're doing the work to get this music made right. How many songs do you uh, have you recorded? And put out to the world. We've got seven done right now, and uh, working on an eighth uh, that we'll finish pretty shortly. Now, should, within probably, I would say like like two three weeks. Amazing! And you uh, you you learned drums from from your dad, right? He said, uh, "I'm kicking my old drummer out." Uh, nine nine years old. How did he figure out that you were uh, you had the ability to bang on the drums? Were you like uh, every other boy? in school and banging on your desk with a pencil or banging on everything? When I was a kid, my dad uh, was playing in bars just with his own band, you know, with a group of adults, you know, and they had their own drummer who would come over to our house, set up his drums and play. And <laughs> they, I would sit there next to his drum set and I would like, you know, draw on it with my friends and stuff my friends in the holes and, you know, wreak all sorts of havoc. And uh, when they would go on break, I'd sit behind it and bang on it. And so, when I was six, he got me my own drum set. And, you know, he started teaching me, and I, st I, you know, I loved doing it. And then I started going out and playing with him. And I, I love that. You know, it's it's a whole lot of fun. Well, generally, drums are something that you give to somebody's kid that you don't like. You don't like the parents, yeah. so you give the kids a drum set. You know, oh, he's gonna make noise in your house. But your dad played played that trick on himself and gave you drums, man. So was it a, a pretty cool, a pretty decent drum set? Was it electronic or was it, uh, you know, basic drum set? What what kind of drum set did he get you first off at nine years old? <laughs> yeah, it was a, a Slingerland. It was a acoustic drum set. It was uh, dark blue. Is that something you you used for a long time, or is that something you had to you gave up after a while? I used that until about I was maybe 12. Then um, after that, we went and got myself a Gretsch. Got an orange Gretsch, which is the one I still have and use. Um, now, Gretsch is a music company that I have admired. I know that Gretsch makes guitars. And uh, was it Brian Setzer plays that that big boy? What do they call it? A fat boy Gretsch. I've always wanted one of those. I cannot play guitar for the life of me. I got an Ibanez 120. I got a Squire sitting there. I got a, an Esteban acoustic guitar and my grandma just gave me a guitar that she bought in Spain back in like the late fifties or the early sixties. And I had it restrung and remade. You know how many chords I can play? Maybe one. 
you know, I'd love to learn how to play guitar, but all I do is I spend my time talking into microphones, learning from people, learning from people like you, Brandon, of the Olsen Brothers Band, you know, learning how, what makes you tick? How did you come up to where you are? You know, we're trying to figure out through the years how you came to be and then getting together with your brother, Dylan, you know, how, how did you mesh together? Was that something that your dad put together as well? Or was that something you figured out that you could do on your own? Um, that was something my father really put together at first. He had us, you know, it was me, my father, my brother on piano or keyboard, and, uh, you know, a few bass players that would come and go. And uh, we would go out and play just, just about anything, you know, uh, part, like, you know, private parties, bars, weddings, you know, all sorts of stuff. He, he, you know, my father really had a, a wide repertoire of stuff and he really just, he put it all right into us. You know, the knowledge goes. Well, that's all beautiful. Just wide spectrum of it. Yeah. I mean, wow. be, you, you're given uh, words of wisdom, really. Uh, you could be a party band. You don't have to be a world touring band. You could be a party band that plays covers and does weddings and corporate events and makes a pretty decent living right in your own home go that far away. You'll be home every night, uh, you know, but, uh, but some people have aspirations of, of grandeur and want to go further. And, but the thing about being a world touring band is you give up, uh, your, you know, on your family a little bit, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta leave some people behind and you end up not being home. Where do you want to be? I mean, it, it, you say that you've done a little bit of local stuff. How far have you gone around? Have you been outside of vermont or is that the spot you're you've been uh, living in so far as the olsen brothers band uh, me personally i've been uh i've traveled a little bit but i've never really uh like gone touring or anything like that i've gone to like uh to like long island new york and stuff like that for for parties and stuff like that you know a couple uh long four-hour rides and stuff like that but nothing nothing like for uh, days and weeks on end as far as touring. That's, I would like to do that someday, but with the current situation, it's made a little difficult. But um, we've got... That's why we're, we're sort of just laying back and recording right now. We're getting our, our songs done. And we're getting a good feel for what we want to do and, you know, getting good and tight with each other. And then, you know, when the time comes, we'll, we'll go and record and we'll blow everyone's minds. All right. Well, let's go back to the beginning of the Olsen Brothers Band. How long ago did you get together with your brother? And then what were the very first gigs that you were uh, getting to, uh, getting together? And how long did it take for you to feel like you were good enough to to start playing for other people? Uh, I know I'm shooting a lot of questions at you, but uh, you know uh, wh what are the what are the beginnings of the Olsen Brothers Band? Um, well, honestly, we. Uh we started it with a different name. We were vice versa and I was still playing drum. It was me on drums and my brother on piano and uh, a friend of ours, Seth Bartholi on guitar. And we played with him for a while and did some gigs, you know, just gigs around town, like the fish fry and, um, you know, just uh, bars and cafes and you know, festivals, whatnot. Um, Mayfest, stuff like that. And were you playing covers yeah. mostly? What kind of music were you playing? That was basically all covers. Like um, what? Just uh, your, like 90s rock and Led Zeppelin, some Hendrix stuff. So, some of the stuff we grew up playing with our dad and some of the stuff that um that this friend of ours had suggested to us. You know, some good stuff. Well, I mean, how long did um, you play with your dad, uh, your brother and yourself and, and your dad? You, I guess you did you go off? At, well, you said you had some bass players that came and went. So you went out as a quartet. Uh, what years were you were you playing as a quartet with your dad? Uh, we were playing on and off, and you know, uh, until very recently, really, we um, we uh, you know, we gigged from basically um, I was a kid uh, on and off until about like last year. So we is, stopped gigging. Is that your dad's? Is that your dad's main source of income, or does he have a a Joe job as well? Well, honestly, he um. About six months ago, he passed away, which is unfortunate. Oh, but my God. I'm so sorry to hear that. Oh. That's okay. Uh, he yeah. was honestly inspiration. It's just, you know, all of his all of his essence is just now, you know, in the air. No, for sure. For sure. And, I mean, do you have 
his uh, his musical equipment still and and all of his teachings and all of his knowledge. But, uh, you know, the guitars and stuff that he he played, do you still get a chance to play all that stuff as well? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've still got all that stuff. That's all. It's being kept nice and safe in cases. I, I, you know, I take it out and play it just about every day, but I, you know, make sure I take good care of it. Well, I was talking to a gentleman yesterday. He has his, his grandfather's guitar and that's his main, uh, his main, uh, you know, what do they call it? Axe that he plays. And yeah. I wonder if you, if you play your dad's guitar and still think about him while you're playing it. Yeah. Some instruments, man, they, they have mojo. It's just, you know, it's not even you playing it. It's, you know, you can pick it up and not even know how to play a guitar. You can just, you know, rip something off real quick. <laughs> you know. Well, I'm glad you had the time with your dad to, to, for him to instill the knowledge that he had into you and your brother and, and really give light the fire that becomes, you know, the changes from vice versa to the Olsen Brothers band. Where does that change come in and, and why the change? Um, we decided, um, my brother and I to kind of um, do me and him as far as the recording goes. Just we uh, we had some disagreements with our guitar player. <laughs> it, it was anything really serious. But at that point, I had already played guitar for years or something like that. It was, yeah, about three years ago. And um, I played guitar for about five years and I was pretty good at it at that point. And, you know, my brother's got the bass and keyboard and he was honestly, he was very busy he was in a couple other bands. So we were like, you know, we're just going to do our own thing and record our music for a bit. And that's what we've been doing, basically. Well, I guess that, that probably would make it easier to have uh, your brother. That's, you know, fam- nothing's more uh, important than family. Nothing's stronger than family. Those are the people that are going to be with you f- probably for the rest of your life. They'll back you up more than anybody else. And, you know, you, you had your dad with you, but now you have your brother with you and you know, if, if yeah. you, you for, for recording in a studio, yes, you can change different instruments and you can make tracks, but I guess it makes it a little bit harder if you're going out touring, unless his keyboard has maybe a drum machine on it where he could uh, do the, the backbeat and the, and the keyboards while you're supplying the vocals and the, and the guitar, or do you switch off on vocals? Well, honestly, we still um, we still hang around with that guitar player. It's not like it wasn't anything like you know friendship or anything like that. We just decided we were going to record the music on our own. So he still play, you know, he still comes and hangs out and plays every now and again. So if we go on tour, we probably you know, or you know that we honestly we know a lot of musicians around town. I'm sure would. Join our cause. <laughs> See, that's a nice thing about musicians. In in any town, any any area, the musicians all seem to get along together because they know that they're all struggling together. That uh, that word, those words that you hear often, uh, starving artist. You know, you're all in the same boat, trying to trying to make it. You know, trying to get your creative juices. And I know that man on on Sunday nights locally here, there's a TCs. And all the bands seem to get together and jam. And so you'll have a guitarist from one band and a drummer from another and a bassist and a vocalist. Uh, you know, is that something that you guys do in that area with your local artists? But, you know, um, the, you know, I, we did the same thing um, with that guitar player. He was also a drummer. So I'd switch off and play guitar. He'd play drums. I'd play drums. He'd play guitar, you know. Now that is something cool for the audience to see. If you guys keep switching, switching instruments on everybody, that that would just flip me out. If I was watching a band, if I was watching the Olsen Brothers up there playing, and you start off on guitar, and then bloop, you switch, you hand him a guitar, or he comes up with one, and you get behind the and start beating on the skins, and oh man, that would just flip me out and hey, what are the what are the what, is, what does the audience think about that people always seem to like it it's you know it's a nice little trickity trick to be able to pull out of our sleeves you know because we used to we would practice the song so much that you know at that point we basically we'd know them literally back and forth you know both instruments <laughs> it didn't even matter <laughs> man that is fantastic that, i mean it, all right so in other in other uh viewpoints i mean uh, what what other avenues do you like to explore? What 
besides music, uh, what are you into? What, what did you do back in school, which wasn't too long ago? Uh, you know, what what were the extracurricular activities or was it always music? Um, I, you know, honestly, I'm, I'm a bit of a video gamer. I like, I like the puzzle games and the action games a little bit. But a lot of what I do is just playing music at my house. And I, I used to do a little bit of art, but I haven't done any in a long time. That's one of our songs, uh, Strange. That piece of artwork is mine. But the rest of it is uh, my brother's girl. It's all her artwork that it's our covers for our single. And, uh, you know, I keep keep the fire going over here. You know, keep it warm such. Yeah, I mean, it's okay. Well, as we're recording this in, in uh, what is it, October, uh, the end of October, is it getting kind of cool in Vermont? Uh, how is it growing up in Vermont? Oh man, it, you know, as I, I was, I was a very uh, quiet and anxious child in public. Um, but as soon as I got home, I turned into that, you know, eccentric sort of freak. I, I feel like it comes with the personality. Of, when you meet a drummer, they've, they've always sort of got that little bit of eccentric, crazy, you know, dancing around. <laughs> stupidity uh, well, or you know yeah the one that comes to mind is Mick Fleetwood of Fleetwood Mac if you see him back there you see, you watch him in videos he's got his tongue out while he's doing yeah. his thing and Tito Puente and Tito Puente Jr uh, got those uh, just a tongue out when you're when you're beating on the skins when you're drumming uh, do you find that you're you're making faces and thinking you know just getting crazy like animal in the Muppet show. Animal, animal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, um, I was pretty timid when I was young. Uh, I was, you know, when I was nine years old and I was, you know, just going out and doing it as looking at all the people, you know, Oh my God, no idea, being afraid that I'm going to mess up. But as soon as I got like comfortable in that sort of situation, I did, I, I turned into to a little bit of an animal. I'm freaking, that pop all around <laughs> but um yeah i'm kind of imagining you at nine years old i mean a drum is probably the place to be if you're kind of shy and timid because a drummer is usually stuck in the back you know behind all your your armor you, you have all these shields in front of you that you're you're able you know to shield yourself from this audience I mean, is that how you felt how you get you had a wall that was, you know, would protect you as a drummer. It, it's not, it doesn't feel as, as, uh, nice and safe as it, as you think, because when, when you're playing a melody, um, you can stop at any point and, and people, most people, especially if they're drinking, uh, won't notice the difference. But if you're a drummer and you, you mess something up, like it, it is just clear as day and, you know, it'd be nine, 10 years old <laughs> trying to keep up. It, it, it totally exposed me because if, if, I, if I messed up something and had to stop, it was just, you know, the drums were just gone. Oof. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of music that, you know, guitar and things will just stop. But I would just fumble sometimes and that, that would make me feel practically naked. But having that experience happen to me and that embarrassment that made me go home and practice for hours on end so that it didn't happen again <laughs> yeah man but you are so so far ahead of the game brandon you are so far ahead starting at such a young age you already have what is it 15 years of experience by now or close 14 years of experience or no no i'm sorry that's wrong it's uh i think it's seven no, yeah 17 17 years of experience on drums. Wow. 17 years at 23 years old. How amazing is that, man? That's got, I mean, you hear just listening to, to me say it out loud. It, it's, it's impressive. It's impressive, man. Uh, I, I remember, I guess uh, uh, the, the Mickey Mouse club, they had Cubby playing and he was probably 10 or 12 years old playing drums on TV. Yeah, but here you are doing gigs and at weddings and, and parties and, these are uh, very important events to these people, especially a wedding. That's a that's an important event. They don't want anything to go wrong, uh, you know. And, and what hell of a training grounds. <laughs> but that is amazing, man. And okay, so the the Olsen brothers come together. 
uh, at uh, what is it? How long have you been performing as the Olsen brothers? Uh, about three years now. Three years. You made the switch from vice versa. You said, hey, it's just it, me and my brother. We're going to be recording on our own. Uh, do you record uh, demos in your house and then go off to the studio? Uh, do you have the ability to record yourself? Um, we we sort of have a setup. It's not really quite professional, but which is why you know we go to this gentleman out in panel. Uh, but it, we we usually what we'll do is I'll sit down on the drums, or we'll sit down on the keyboard or the bass, and we'll just sort of jam something out and uh, see where it goes. And it usually lasts about like ten minutes, and we get a little experimental with it. But that's that's sort of where we pick our our pieces out of. We'll we'll sit and jam and just kind of you know bounce off each other because you know after playing with someone for um, like sort of a telepathy with them, we can you can you know, look at them and sort of see exactly what they're going to do before they're going to do and it allows you to do some really you know interesting things in music it just you know to just make a lot of cool changes you know interesting rhythms and stuff like that all right Uh, so how how does a musician uh make a living nowadays are you independent are you signed with a label are you uh you know trying to do it on your own or, or do you have aspirations of signing with somebody uh you know how do how where do the olsen brothers want to go with this um i mean right now we're just looking to record some music and uh see what opp- opportunities there are to get out and, you know well maybe not you know to uh, tour right now but we're kind of waiting for this over to keep recording music we've still got i think i don't know like a good seven to ten songs to record that is excellent so, man i haven't I haven't written one song, Brandon. I, I'm jealous of you. You know, I, I I don't know. I have thoughts. I have feelings. I have I have experiences, but I don't have the ability to put them down to paper and then put notes, musical notes, uh, to match up with those words that I'm and express those feelings. Man, it just it, it amazes me to even write one song, let alone seven, and then you have another seven uh, waiting in the wings to be recorded. It's amazing. And then plus, on top of that, looking at your YouTube page, you have music videos uh, that go along with some of those songs. Who's doing the videos? How are you getting those produced? Uh, that's the same guy who's doing our recordings, honestly. Uh, he just throws the videos for, uh, together for us, nice and cheap, and uh, put, we, uh, throw them on YouTube. It's honestly, it's fairly simple from, from what I understand. It's just putting together a nice little video and throwing some lyrics to it on YouTube. But, uh, it's, you know, Oh, I mean, you know, with with YouTube, I could see the response that you're getting. You have, uh, lots and lots of views. Uh, I mean, are, are you able to, are you able to make any kind of a living on this? I, you know, three years ago, all right, you start doing the gigs and what are you, what are you playing? What are the Olsen brothers playing bars or, or weddings or what? What kind of events are you doing? Um, stick mostly to like, you know, cafe stuff. Like, uh, I, you know, I'll go to an open mic night if they were around, but we, we kind of got halted this last year, but it was mostly just, you know, like bars, like small festivals and stuff like that. Uh, like the local Mayfest and, uh, Pownal Fair every now and again. That's cool, man. That is so cool to play in front of hundreds, you know, maybe even thousands of people. It's just amazing. And they're all thinking you're making them sway, man. You're making them feel good, making them feel a certain kind of way because the Olsen brothers are up there playing. Yeah. And it's you, it's you causing that vibe man. that, uh, you know, and you have to appreciate that, but uh, you know, uh, okay. Yes. uh, You've been alluding to it as we're recording this. We're in in the middle of this COVID-19 pandemic. It's kind of put everything to a halt. Not everything really. Because as a creative, you've had to explore different ways to create. And now that you can't play, for the most part, out into the, in the world, you're able to write the music, uh, put all your effort into writing music and, and putting stuff uh, to recording the music. Uh, you know, that, is that that's, what you've been doing primarily? That's sort of where we're at right now. You know, we've done, we've done the, our thing and the plan out, I think, for 10 years. And we've never really been able to do the, the studio recording, like the, the writing and 
sort of experimental uh, type of, of writing music. So now we're kind of delving into that a little bit, we're getting a good base of songs recorded and stuff like that. So that when we do hit the road, we've got a nice uh, list of our own stuff to mix in with the covers we are. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, it sounds like you have a love for music, but I, I don't. I don't want you to get hurt in this music business because I, I know that that happens. Uh, who's who's guiding you? Who's protecting you in the music business? Do you have an agent? Do you have somebody that's kind of guiding you through, or are you doing it all on your own? Um, my brother uh, has this gentleman who works for us. I honestly, <laughs> I don't know his name, but uh, <laughs> he's been guiding us. He, uh, I honestly, I've. <laughs> during the summertime, I, they make me work the time where I work. I, I wind up working, you know, 12 and 14 hour days. So he usually handles the agent stuff. <laughs> hey, you're making that cheese while you're making the cheese, man. Everybody's got to, you know, it's good to have a steady day job that I, I have a steady day job. That's my insurance job. It, it affords me the ability to, to pursue the passions that I like. I, you know, I do the DJ stuff on the weekends. I get to talking to microphones on you know, to people just like you, Brandon, of the Olsen Brothers Band, and, and learn from you. And, and then you were talking about video games earlier. I'm also online streaming games. Yay! I started uh, playing Fortnite a, a couple of months ago, and I was like, yeah, I can do this. <laughs> what, what are your video games of choice? Uh, I played a little bit of Fortnite. Uh I, I like the Legend of Zelda series, and, um, you know, like uh, Dark Souls and all those action RPG games and stuff like that. I'm, I'm a bit of a nerd, but uh, I, you know. No, I'm looking to break out of Fortnite, especially now. They're they're doing like a Fort Nightmare, uh, which is the once you die, you come back as a specter and then you try to kill off all the all the survivors. So it's it's really it's I, I'd rather just play straightforward, but I know Fortnite is pretty sta- saturated. I like to find a different game. Zelda sounds, sounds pretty cool. And I have a few other games that are loaded up here that I've gotten from steam and other places, but uh, you know, I'd, I'd like to, to play something different, uh, you know, while I'm streaming uh, to make it, you know, it'd be more interesting for me if I'm not just playing Fortnite over and over, uh, you know, you say, what is Zelda all about? Tell, tell me uh, what, what, it, what do you like about that? It's just a puzzle game, but honestly, <laughs> as, as stupid as it is, my favorite thing about it is that fantastic. That's all the all the old games have, you know, a fantastic soundtrack, and that's you know a really big inspiration as far as you know, like my writing and my sense of melody goes. Like, because I'll sit here and you know friggin' have the game on, try to learn the song, you know, not even playing the game sometimes, <laughs> just you know playing the music and do it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you never know where the inspiration is going to come from. So I'd say, go ahead, play those games, man. That's great. Music loaded it in there. So what inspired you? What was the first song that you wrote and who who or what inspired? I automatically went to who. Who or what inspired you to write that first song? Um, I mean, honestly, I myself, I've never really, like, written and, and finished. Well, you know, I've, like, I've put together a couple, like, melodies and stuff like that and parts, but I've never really finished and completed a song. I've only written stuff for my brother's songs that he's written. Like I've only written parts. I have yet to actually uh to completely orchestrate my own my own piece, but I'm I'm getting there slowly. It's it's a slow process for me because it's uh it's just how I express myself. So I've got to be thorough precise. It's one of those things that, you know, I really want to be uh, you know sort of i know i throw around this, i've been throwing around this word the whole three orchestra and it's just i want to have a nice you know a nice large um sort of structure to build like music to me it's like i don't know it's like a thought without a definition like you can, you can hear a melody and it'll make you think something without telling you what it is like you can hear a song and it'll make you think of a desert like you think of an ocean or something like that and it doesn't have to say, you know, this is about, you know, it just makes you think. And I kind of want to have a big sort of, you know, experiment like that. Well, we talked about that in the beginning of this podcast where you picked up a guitar and you started uh, telling a story without even saying any words. 
that's what your that's what what your magic is. You know, before you yeah uh, you before Brandon Olson makes his opus, you know the 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 big song that's gonna you know inspire you and others around you and the world. You know, before that opus comes up, man, you're you're pra- perfecting your craft and you're helping your brother to perfect his songs as well. So you're collaborating, you're 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 working well with others, and you're put you're building something together. That's fantastic, man. That's fan- fantastic to have somebody that close. Your your brother, you've known him your whole life, you know, and and you're working together. You know, does uh, that's got to feel good? Yeah, absolutely, it's you know. It's so nice to have someone because he's very, he's very good to bounce ideas off of. He's he's good about being like, you know, uh, a good idea. Like you know, um, think you know, think desert or something stupid like stupid and make something you know so much more clear as far as what to what to play or you know which way to swing the drums or you know you know what sort of energy to put in it like you know it's not afraid be like listen that i know it's really pretty but you know what you're playing said it's bumming me out <laughs> well you know a wide variety of like uh sounds within music of like different vibes because you know sometimes you want something to be a little happy sometimes you want it's you know it's just about figuring out which is which yeah <laughs> and, and you're building a set list you're building something that's going to to make the audience feel a certain kind of way you know that you'll pick them up You'll build them back down. You'll make them feel. You make them cry. You'll make them laugh, and you build that set list. This is something that you you have the ability of doing as a musician. I mean, going back to the the business side, are you putting stuff on on BMI or ASCAP, or are you involved in any of that? Is anybody uh, you know helping you to monetize your your music? I don't want you to get screwed out there. You know, you put your music out there and. Somebody will say, oh, yeah, I can take that and steal it for myself. Now, how, how do you protect yourself? Um, yeah, we've um, <laughs> we've got all that sort of stuff basically under wraps. Like, um, uh, I'm not really all too worried about it. Um, all, right, all right. All right. I mean, I, I, I figure once you put it on YouTube, people know, oh, that's yours. Or, or is it automatic? You know, if you put it on Spotify or, or Apple. I, I was <laughs> I only got the, the are you worried part of the question. Yeah, we do have stuff we've got stuff up on Bandcamp and on Spotify. We've got our first seven songs up. <laughs> Jeez. But, uh, yeah, they're all on Spotify to be to be listened to and, and bought and whatnot and all our hearts up on there and whatnot. <laughs> but yeah, we've got it all monetized and stuff like that. We're making a little bit of money right now. Yeah, I mean I, you know, it, it, it is what it is. You, you, but I just I wonder how how people make a living doing this these days as an independent. You know, I know I know that you can do it as an independent. It used to be, uh, you know, you if you went off with a, a record company, they would give you you know five thousand dollars. Here you go. Here's a five thousand dollar advance. But then you have to pay that all back uh, in one way or another. They're going to get their money back for sure. You know, whether it's from record sales or if you didn't sell any records and you better go wash some dishes because you need to pay that five thousand dollars back somehow. I, I wonder how that, where have you been on that? <laughs> That's basically me. I'm I'm the dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, you, you have your place in the band, man. You supply the rhythm, you supply the, the drums and, and you supply the guitar and, and you have uh, you know, your spirit is part of the band for sure. Uh, Dylan, I noticed on his Facebook, it says something like, uh, what is it? Big boss or something like that. Uh, where he, he kind of, uh, supplies maybe the, I don't know. What, what would, what would he consider himself? He says big boss at the Olsen brothers band. Would you, is he more of the business side and you're more of the spiritual side? Uh, he's on both of that. He's literally, he's the driving force behind us really um because he's got um he's got all basically all the ideas you know as far as um songwriting goes and like lyrics and stuff like that he's got all of the um the things to say i guess he's he's got a lot to say to the world and he's got um you know he's got a fire so to speak (laughs) 
<laughs> well, I mean, I'm sure um, you have inspiration in your own in your own mind, in oh, your own world as well. I am. Um, I'm really. Uh, I'm, I'm more inspired by just being able to just sort of expect express myself and uh, and make something you know sort of beautiful for uh, people to listen to. That's that's where I'm at. I'm not really trying to to do anything too crazy. I'm just kind of here moving along. I do. Um, but my my brother is the one with the the big ambition and I do have my ambitions. I, you know, I've got a, you know, I've got a, um, with, you know, focus. I can't be too, too rambunctious about it. I, you know, I sit here pretty, pretty religiously and just play something. If there's something I like, I'll just sit and play it, play it, play it. I, you know, I put, I put a lot of the work in just playing music all the time. Like it's, it's how I, it's, 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 you know, I do it better than talking, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brandon, it sounds like you have a lot of soul and a lot of man. I've I've heard of a lot of singers and and some of the most famous ones were, were ones that weren't worried about the business side. They had somebody to take care of that. You have a Dylan to take care of that. But you you know if you think of Kurt Cobain and and Jimi Hendrix and and uh, and and Jim Morrison, uh, those guys they didn't seem like they were too worried about the business part and they were worried about creating the music and, and making a vibe. And I'm kind of getting that feeling from you, man, that kind of, man, I'm just, I'm just here to, to make some music and, and, and inspire some people. And I think that's what you're going to be doing probably, hopefully, hopefully for the rest of your life. Is that what you want to do? As, as we branch out, as we get out of coronavirus, this will be done soon enough, man. Uh, you know, half a year, year, and, you know, we'll be breaking out. What What is it you want to do in the next few years with the Olsen band, Brandon Olsen? Oh, I mean, I just, hmm. uh, as far as, you know, the, the band goes, I would love to just finish our set list and get it together, get, get a nice, um, a nice tight sound and, and, and just sort of go and blow people's minds. You know, that's, that's I want to, I want to, us to be freaks of nature. That's how people, you know, you can go to a bar and you can hear me playing. That's music going on in there. But sometimes you just, you hear people playing and you just you're completely, you know, mesmerized and drawn to it. They're so naturally adept to it. They're just, they're freaks. Freaks. And that's exactly how long, it's always what my father used to say. He's like, you should look like a freak of nature. Like, you know, you should, it makes people want to look at you. <laughs> it makes them want to listen to you. Well, Brent, honestly, it's yeah. like it's, its own form of must just sort of bopping around with your music and stuff like that. It, you know, really, it, it it's, it, it's, it's good. It's good for you. Honestly, it's good. For your brain. It's, I, and that's, you know, that's really what I, what I want to do. I just want to really impress people and get people in that sort of freaky, uh, spiritual doing things vibe sort of, you know, having a good time and not worrying about all all the nonsense that's going on just sort of separating from all the, the crazy pressure and the politics just having a good time getting a little freaky <laughs> well i was going to ask you who you vote for president no i'm just kidding i'm totally kidding but you know it, you know that's what people want when they go to a, a a show and i suspect if they go to an olsen brothers band show they're good. They they want to forget their their problems. They've been working hard all week. They want to go there and and have you know get have an experience. And I, I I'm from what I'm hearing and from what I see in the videos. I look in the video, man. You are a totally different person in the video. You are transformed. You know, right now, you, you know, you, you you're having a conversation with a stranger, just talking about the band, kind of you know trying to figure out what to say and say the right things. There is no right thing. There's no wrong thing. But once you're out there playing the music, if I watch their videos, I, you are transformed when you're playing guitar, when you're playing your music out there. It, it's it's a totally different uh, feeling. And, and I know that that uh, that guitar, it, it, that really does the talking for you. It, it, you know, I might exactly. be wrong. It's it's just more natural for me anyway. It's, it, you know, and that's part of the reason I, I picked it up because it's a lot easier to, to do that 
quietly. You can't you can't really express yourself with the drum quietly. It's more for like for for rage and, and excitement and stuff like that. Is it's hard to be timid and, and you know peaceful with <laughs> drums. <laughs> well, you seem you seem like a really cool person, man, and I'm glad that I got to know you, and that I'm getting to know you, and I'm glad that my listeners are getting to know uh, Brandon of the Olsen Brothers Band, and perhaps one one day we'll talk to Dylan as well, and maybe the two of you together, yeah. and and we'll get a, an idea, you know, uh, more about what's going on with you and your band. So, uh, you know, once you get these uh, these, uh, I guess, fourteen, fifteen songs uh, recorded you'll be putting them out to the world and, and play that's a, that's like an hour of music, 15 songs, an hour, uh, you know, plus the storytelling, you might stretch it out to hour and a half or so. But I mean, that that's, that's a pretty good set right there, man. And, and people I expect are, are going to, are, are you putting out records or are you, are, are you, uh, are you putting out actual uh, vinyl or, or CDs or, you know, where, where can people find you and, and get some of your, your music online? Um, you, you can buy all of our music online on Spotify right now, uh, but we don't have any CDs made yet. We're, we're in the process of making them. We've got some, some, you know, general merchandise, shirts and things of the like that are getting made, uh, but nothing quite yet. You can only buy the music online. It's definitely worth a good listen, um, you know. Well, that's the vibe after, after watching an Olsen brothers band show, uh, you know, the thing that you get as a, as a, uh, starting off or as a, as a new band, you know, you get to, to meet up with all your fans and at the merch table, that's what you do. You know, Hey, meet us at the merch table. We'll sign a hat for you, or sign a t-shirt for you, or get you a button or, or, or something. That's, that's where you connect with your fans and you build long lasting relationships you know my favorite band is is queen you know and and one day some you know somebody and i'm sure a lot of people are already saying uh, hey my favorite band is the olsen brothers and they'll stick with you for their their whole lives and you'll see the same people at every show you'll have groupies man and that but you you start those relationships off you know not just with the music but also meeting them at the at the merch table and you know maybe not shaking hands but but maybe a fist bump now. <laughs> maybe you get a fist bump. <laughs> oh, this COVID. It's got to be done, man. It's got to be done soon, right? Scientists are working on it. I know they are. <laughs> I mean, what's the what's the vibe in, in Vermont uh, COVID-wise? It, it hasn't been so bad here. We've, uh, there's a couple um, locations, I guess, up north of where we're at. I'm in Bennington, Vermont right now. and It's literally at the the southeastern tip of Vermont. No, I'm sorry, southwestern tip. My bad. <laughs> I don't know geography. <laughs> yeah, up north, I guess they've had like 75 cases, but we Vermont's been keeping it pretty pretty low as far as that goes. Uh, honestly, my workplace has kept it really good. I get my temperature taken every day. We've got hand sanitizers next to every door. <laughs> the point where some people turn white. <laughs> Uh, you know, we, we keep it pretty clean. Yeah, I wonder about um, that. I, I figure a cheese factory's got to be pretty clean. Uh, but uh, uh, you know, if you're in a, any kind of a factory, you're probably working el- uh, elbow to elbow, shoulder to shoulder with people uh, f- uh, from time to time. Is that? I know the meat plants have been having some problems, but you know, how how is it at, ch- at a cheese factory? It's honestly not so bad. I uh, I'm one of those guys that just uh, can do the whole job by myself for some reason. So I, I come in at five in the morning and I get my job done uh, basically by myself with nobody really around me. And I make all my cheese. I put it in the cooler for uh, some other people to take out after I get, leave them and they come and take it. It's, it's honestly, it's a nice, we, we keep it nice and separated. You know, got to keep it separate. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get it. You're the offspring. I get it. <laughs> but no uh you know but uh do you get to sit back there and and wear your headphones while you're working and listen to some some jams uh we got a bluetooth speaker that we listen to in there but uh the people who play the music uh usually just play the same songs every day which gets a little old after you know three <laughs> years <laughs> well tell them to throw an olsen brothers uh band uh, uh song in there put it on rotation man uh, you know they'll, they'll hear something 
something good, something different, you know? It, yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Well, as we round this thing out, I guess uh, you got your, your social media is what you, what you want people to connect on. Do you, you, I know you have a Bandcamp website. Is that the, the primary website? Uh, yeah, that's, that's basically where we're at right now. Spotify and Bandcamp. Yeah, the Olsen Brothers Band dot bandcamp dot com that's where I, I see all the music is at uh from strange running for the sun candle in the storm are those all singles i'm guessing yep yeah it's all singles very cool man and uh you know between you and dylan you're the 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 collaboration that's built that put all those uh seven songs out there yep that's yep we got more to come it'll be it'll be something good something you know It'll be an interesting experience for sure. Well, exciting, man. <laughs> I encourage people to follow you on your YouTube page as well. You got quite a few subscribers and you have uh, your uh, your your Twitter feed. Are you in charge of the Twitter or somebody else running your Twitter for you? Um, me and my brother split that. That's kind of we half and half it. <laughs> Very cool, man. And I, I mean, it's, it's just been a, a pleasure ch- talking to you. I could see. You're a very spiritual, spiritual man. You're very, man, you're just nice to talk to. I'm, my, my blood pressure has gone down, uh, you know, just listening to you talk and, and just uh, really feeling the vibe that, that you're wanting to instill in people with your music, man. And, and, and I want that feeling to, to tr- be transposed and, and people to understand that, uh, man, that's pretty cool. Brandon, you're, uh, you're a cool cat, man. And I, I'm glad to know you. Uh, any other avenues you want to explore? Any any shout outs you want to give as we round this thing out? Uh, I mean, uh, Primrose Studios for recording us. Um, I mean, uh, my brother upstairs is, you know, <laughs> keeping it real, making all the, you know, <laughs> the tough decisions. I mean, uh, as far as other avenues, I mean, uh, I'm just going to be sitting here playing my music. Getting a little freaky with it, and I hope everyone does the same. We should all engage in a little music every day, even if you don't play an instrument. You just have to put something on and and dance to it, be engaged in it. We should all, everyone should just do it. Engaged in music, it's it's good. For all right, Brandon Olson, Olson Brothers Band. I usually finish these things out with last words for the people. This could be like words to live by, something you heard uh, a long time ago, or it's like a mantra that you live by, or it could just be whatever pops into your head at this moment in time. And this crazy, crazy time, Brandon Olson, the Olson brothers band, last words for the people. Stay freaky. Well, there you have it. Party people, Brandon Olson, the Olson brothers band, man, that's a good dude. Man, you can see that he's so excited about his music. He just loves that to get that vibe out to the audience and make them feel. I I, I was feeling good. He wasn't even playing music. He was just chit chatting with me, uh, giving me a, a good talking to, and let me know a little bit about how he started and his brother started and his dad and and man, it's the whole family really got involved with with helping him uh, get his music off the ground. And man, I appreciate that so much, Brandon Olson, for talking to me here on the What Makes You Famous podcast. I appreciate it so much. Uh, you know, you got me feeling good too, man. I'm all excited about uh, not just the music that you already have out there, but the future of the Olsen Brothers Band. Yeah, I'm stoked. I'm stoked. I know that you can go far. And between you and Dylan, you're going to go far. I appreciate that. All right. Uh, well, if you would like to tell your story, yes, this time I'm talking to you, my loyal listener. If you would like to tell your story, I encourage you to give me a call, 501-470-6386, or email info at RadioWhat.com. That's it for me. It's Keys Dan, RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com. Peace. I'm out of here. If you like what you hear, follow What Makes You Famous social media. Use the hashtag, What Makes You Famous. Follow on Facebook, at What Makes You Famous. Follow on Instagram at What Makes You Famous. Follow on Twitter at Makes Famous. And follow on YouTube at Keys Dan. Leave What Makes You Famous podcast a review and subscribe. 
Listen to What Makes You Famous podcast on Podbean, iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, and almost anywhere you find podcasts. Tell your story on my podcast, What Makes You Famous. Call 501-470-6386 and leave a message to set up a time. You can support What Makes You Famous using the PayPal link, paypal.me forward slash keysdan. Email info at radiowhat.com. What Makes You Famous podcast is a production of Keysdan Enterprises Incorporated at keysdan.com. Thank you for listening. Radio What, the music you want. Hey guys, this is Shelly G with a fast fact. DVDs are the same diameter and thickness as a CD, but a DVD can store 13 times or more data. Do you have a fast fact? Share it with us at Interactive Radio, RadioWhat.com. Tweet, tweet, yo. Follow Radio What on Twitter at RadioWhatTwit. Tweet, tweet, yo.